Seltzer Kings podcasts. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. episode never before heard clips from already been heard shows enjoy leftover night here at bad advice with laurie beth denberg take it away clark this is my very own six-year-old son in lexapeel i am here with one of my favoritest people in the entire world yes can you introduce yourself what's your name lex how old are you sir six you are six. Do you go to school? Do you attend an educational place? Um, I go to Topeka and um, Topeka Tiger. Um, okay. What, what grade are you in? Um, one. You're in grade one? Yes. First grade? Yeah. I disapprove. I want you to still be three years old so we can hang out all the time and do nothing but play games. You don't remember this, probably. Um, But like we were playing video games one time, and I am not good at the video game. And you were like so frustrated. You're like, no, you've got to get that guy. And I was like, Lex, I don't know how to play. (laughs) It's like, give me a break. So you take it all very seriously. So I because I know I know that you are a thoughtful, sweet boy. So I was wondering if you could, you know, give some advice to people on different on different stuff. So, like, what would you do if you were at school and your friend was really sad? Um, I would make them happy. How? Um... No, I would help them with something or um or I or if somebody was being mean to them, I would help them. Oh, that's lovely. All right, I like that very much. So, if um someone in your class forgot their lunch at school, what would you do? Well, they can go to the cafeteria. But... Oh, so you would just give them important information. Yeah. Would you Would you tell them where the cafeteria was if they didn't know? Yes. Okay, that is lovely. I like that you were on board with the technicalities of everything. <laughs> okay, if you... Let me think, let me think, let me think. If you were at home and Dada stubbed his toe... 
What would you do to help him? Um, I would um, make um, him calm down, and um, I could help him find a Band-Aid. Very nice first aid knowledge, an emotional connection. Okay, let's say it's Mama's birthday. Yes. What's something you would do to make her birthday very special? Um, I would give her lots of hugs and kisses. Very nice. And free of charge, would she have to pay you anything for that? No. Okay, he's shaking his head no. He's shaking his head no vehemently. <laughs> Apparently, Mama gets free hugs and kisses, which mm -hmm. is a pretty good deal. Yes. Okay, here's a question. If Flynn ran away, would you be sad? Yes. Okay, so... I'm glad to hear that. I'm very, very sad. You would be very sad. Okay, so I will tell Dada to stop leaving the front door open on purpose. Okay? Good. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you very much. I think that your, your really good advice will help a lot of people that if they have a sad friend or have a friend who doesn't have lunch or stubs their toe, then they can remember what you said and then they'll know what to do. Yes. Yes. Excellent. Thank you very much, Mr. Lex. Yes. Let's appeal. Uh, but let's move on to our rotating segment of the week. I'm very excited. It is one more time with a top ten and a half. And now, ladies and gentlemen, LB and Clark's top ten and a half. All right. So nice. Top ten and a half. Do you want to say what the, the theme is of this top ten and a half, LB? It is our Top 10 and a half vacations. Yes. Now, I thought I'd rub it in. <laughs> it's kind of like when, you know, during COVID, when all the kids' proms got canceled. Right. So there was this thing on Facebook, like, post a picture of your prom picture. Right, exactly. You know, to, like, support them. And That's really, exactly it was right. just like, somebody was like, how is this supporting them? <laughs> right, By showing them how them. much fun you had at your prom <laughs> and how they can go fuck themselves. <laughs> Uh, so sorry. It's like eating a delicious meal in front of a really hungry person. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so uh, this week we are doing a top 10 and a half vacations and travel. And I really I'm excited for this. Yes. Because uh, I love uh, going on trips. I yes. love going on vacation. It's one of my favorite parts. So who do you think should start? Do you want to start or do you uh, want me to yeah, start? You go ahead. All right. I'm going to start with something that's really simple. Uh, it's going to be Hawaii and probably maybe Honolulu specifically, mm -hmm. but, uh, I've always loved Hawaii. It's such a, it was, my parents took me a number of times as a kid. It's just hard. It's, it's lower on my list now only because it was tainted by the, the cruise of doom. Oh, that was the cruise of doom. The this cruise of doom was gotcha. sailing from L.A. all the way to Hawaii. Then we hit like two or three of the islands and then we sailed all the way back to L.A. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I don't know if we've talked about it before. The cruise of doom was the cruise that Clark explained. I was here watching the puppy yeah, dogs and yeah. watching the house. Yeah. And the first and I was really sick. That's right. I was really sick. I don't, this is way pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I don't know if I had the flu. I was just like 
down for the count. Right. And, and Karen was saying like, I feel so bad that you have to be there instead of your house. And I'm like, this is much better. Yeah. Being here, being sick. We just got a brand new bed for our spare bedroom. I had a new bed. So and they new have bed. a water thing. It just occurs to me now how like super white privilege this <laughs> top 10 and a half is. So oh, yeah. let yeah. me just say, I acknowledge that. Yeah. Um, and you guys have the uh, water thingy where you can get hot water right oh, away. yeah. So like making tea took like very little effort for yeah. my shaky body. Yeah. So I'm like really sick. And then the first I hear about the cruise of doom is Karen texting me saying, hi, I got so sick that they quarantined me on the boat. So she's just like quarantined. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, are they bringing you food and water? <laughs> so this starts, Clark, yeah. the dominoes falling. Yeah. So everyone eventually got sick on this cruise. Yeah. Karen was the first one, but I eventually got sick. Lex eventually got sick. My parents, uh, my mom eventually got sick. My dad never really got that sick. But for the most part, every single one of us got just deathly ill at one yeah. point. And you're on a ship. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. And. We went with my parents. This was one of those trips where it's like, oh, my parents really wanted to go on vacation with us. We have a new kid. And yep. we're like, oh, let's do a big family vacation. So we went on this the cruise with my parents. But my parents are retired. They're a little bit well more well off than we are. Mm -hmm. And they were able to get really beautiful room cabin with a big, you know, balcony. Yep. And a we got an interior room with no windows, oh no portholes, no nothing. We were in a box and we had to be locked in that box, all three of us, because it was me, Lex, and Karen mm. for days oh. on end. It Ew. was horrible. Just every report I got was worse and worse. And you finally got to Hawaii and there's these pictures on Facebook yeah. of like you guys going like, well, we have to go to the beach. Yeah, exactly. Let's just limp out to the shoreline and touch it. <laughs> Each time. And then just walk back. Each time we went on a, an excursion and one of us would be sick. So every, all the pictures, there's at least two of us in the group that aren't looking good. Yeah. But the two of us, the two people change every time yeah. there's a new location. It just was pretty bad. It was horrible. It was pretty bad. So that's kind of tainted my view, but I still love Hawaii so much. That yes. was my first one. All right. What's well, your so number you need one? Like a redemption trip. You need exactly. that to not be the last. The last time we go yeah. to Hawaii. Yeah, exactly. Okay. My number one is Mount Rushmore. Oh, I, When I was working on the Steve Harvey show, yeah. sometimes behind the scenes for the <laughs> listeners, um, shows will do a pattern of two weeks on, one week off, three weeks on, two weeks off. Mm. And that's to give people... Uh, like crew members and stuff, the, the actors don't fucking need anything. That's like art department and the writers yeah. to give them time, time. to re-smush and like, you know, recalibrate and build stuff they need to build right. and write stuff they need to write. Uh, so at a time when we had two weeks off, I go, I'm going to drive to Mount Rushmore. Wow. I'm going to drive to Mount Rushmore. I've never been there. I love driving. I love driving. Yeah. I love road trips. Yeah. When I take a road trip that's like eight hours, I'm like, that was not enough. <laughs> but so I just decided on a whim, I'm driving to Mount Rushmore. All right. By myself, in my little car. And I think this was the time when I was like super high all the time. Okay. And... 
So I was smoking the whole way. Yeah. And I got there. I think I did it in like maybe two days. Okay. I don't know how I'm so high. I don't know. (laughs) I might have flown. But I got two speeding tickets like one day apart. Oh, no. Yeah. And one of them was just this really nice cop. I was totally going too fast on the freeway. And then one of them was this uh, speed trap. Oh, no. If you're in Lingle, Wyoming, it's a speed trap, or at least it was. Okay. You know, just one of those towns where the freeway stops, you go through it for a few minutes, the freeway starts. Two or three miles, and then you're back on the freeway. Exactly. So there was no no one about huh. there was no one about on the sidewalks. I didn't even see, I don't think very many cars. Right. It was nothing. So of course I'm just speeding through. Right. And you know, three minutes later when I'm going to get back on the freeway, it's like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. you know, and the cop is hiding there and like, you know, came to get me. Yeah. But this cop was a dick. Oh no. He was a dick. And first of all, I'm super high. Oh, no. And I have weed in the car. So in my brain, I'm like, don't search the car. Don't search the car. So, but he says to me, you have to pay this now or go to jail. Like, it was all this shit that wasn't true or whatever. Oh, my God. So, and I'm, but I'm just being really nice and goofy. Like, so he'll think I'm just a dumb girl. Right. And he's like, well, I go, is there an ATM? I can't, you know, I'm acting kind of like, you know, a dopey and Ditchy, whatever. Yeah. Little, like maybe even a little nervous. Sure. Okay, well, I am. I'm like, don't search the car. Yeah, don't search exactly. the car. <laughs> um, so we go there and we get, I get the money out of the ATM. And then he takes me to like the, you know, business, like the business centered courthouse, you know, whatever of the town where the little registrar lady's there. And so I'm doing all this stuff. She loves me. She's totally laughing at all my jokes. And I kind of regret, like, I really was feeling like after that, I really wanted to say, come like, it's like when, when somebody just goes, here's who I really am. Yeah. I want to say, officer, I was speeding, obviously. And you know, I know sitting in a speed trap might not be your favorite thing, but I ascertained that there were no pedestrians yeah. and no one on the car and there was no danger, but I was speeding and I appreciate that this is the consequence and right. your job is a lot more, you know, you're putting a lot more on the line for me. So I want to just kind of have that moment, right. but I'm like, bye, <laughs> I've got a lot of weed in my car. <laughs> So and then I keep going. I, I get to Mount Rushmore. It's pretty breathtaking. Okay. We've all seen pictures. Sure. Generally, pictures we see of Mount Rushmore aren't actual size. Sure. Yeah, mostly. Mostly. So it was very, it was really breathtaking to me. Huh. I felt very American. Huh. I really had this. And as we go on with my list, you'll see I love American history. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. talked about that before. Yeah. But, um, so I just really had an emotional reaction to it, uh, feeling very patriotic. That's awesome. And, you know, looked at all the stuff inside and bought, bought a bunch of books. So nice. that was my trip to Mount Rushmore. That's awesome. I love that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, 
as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Um. All right, we're gonna move on because otherwise we're gonna have a f- another forty minute uh, oh my top God, ten and a half shit. list. Sorry. Uh, no, it's okay. Uh, I'm gonna do this one pretty quick. Um, I know you have a couple coming up here. Uh, that are gonna involve musicals and plays. Yes. Uh, I do too. But mine is actually from London. Oh. I loved London. I've only been to London once, and I just fell in love with London. I've been to you know new york new jersey florida i've been around the country mm-hmm. and i have never felt like oh i'd leave la and go live here uh, never except for london london wow. is the only place that i've ever visited where i'm looking around going no i could totally live here this nice. would be awesome so yeah london is my number two okay my number two is new york now i'm, I'm gonna have two New York trips on my deal. This isn't destinations. This is vacations and travel. Yep. So my first one is New York. And that's when I first started on Nickelodeon. Mm. And the same way I just described that it would be like, you know, two Two weeks weeks on, on, one week off, blah, blah, blah. So we had these you know, breaks. Yeah. And everybody would fly home, but I didn't. I'm like, I'm not going back there. And you're the only cast member that ha- was 18 at the exactly. time. Exactly. So I'm like, I'm just hanging out in Florida, having time off. And then I realized I don't have to fly home. They'll fly me anywhere. anywhere. Yeah. So I started going to New York where our friend Farah lived yeah. and I would stay with her yeah. and I would go to TKTS and I would see, uh, friggin play a day nice. a musical a day brandy you should have been there <laughs> um, is that where you saw the life i know we were talking yes, about the that's life definitely one ago. of the one of the trips on that's which i saw awesome. the life i just saw all kinds of stuff it was really my fr- i think that's the first time i was in new york was you know i got used to it because i would go there every yeah. whatever and it was just so cool and like the walking around the, you know, New York is like, it's like snow in yeah. Los Angeles. Snow is only something I see in the movies. Right. You know, New York, it's New York. Right. And so to be there and to really get the vibe and to like the people, like nobody's rude there. Yeah. I, t- I mean, and I tend to talk to everybody all the time. Not so much back then, but that was just really cool. And the fact that I was able to go, I mean, obviously on someone else's dime. Right. But I'm like, I could go anywhere. That's amazing. So I went there, you know, a bunch of times and it was just, I was kind of bi-coastal, except it was the same coast. <laughs> like I'd go from Florida, I like I'd be in Florida or New York, Florida or New York. All right. And it just kind of became very normal and very fun. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Um, all right. Uh, my next uh, uh, vacation actually is a bit of a cheat because Uh-oh. I haven't done it yet. This Uh-oh. is something that I am anxiously just like so hoping can happen in yeah, the next itching. couple of years. I am itching to do this. I desperately want to go to Japan. 
I really, really want to go to Japan. I've been hearing nothing but amazing things, not only about Disneyland Tokyo, but Disney Sea. Have you heard of Disney Sea? No. It's a second park in Japan. That S-E-A? is S-E-A? S-E-A. That is supposed to be the most beautiful Disney park in the world right now. Wow. Yes. And I am so anxious to go see that. I really want to do that. And then I also watched uh, a documentary a year or so ago uh, about one of my favorite stores of all time, which was Tower Records. I (gasps) loved Tower Records growing up. And Tower Records no longer exists in America. Oh, my goodness. In Japan, they're all over the place still. Wow. In fact, as well, when this documentary was made who knows whether it's still there or not yeah. but at the time there was like a four-story tower records building holy cow. in like downtown tokyo and i've just all of this has just made me so wanting to go to japan it's just it's it's killing me i've had uh friends that have gone to japan and they just loved it yeah i they really really want to so go yummy so okay that's my number three even though it's a cheat and i didn't go yet that's okay. Uh, my number three is a cross-country trip that I took across the country. Oh, okay. It was um, after Steve Harvey. This is also a, a cautionary tale about <laughs> not spending all your fucking money like an idiot. <laughs> oh, no. Actually, there's a few cautionary tales in here. This Uh-oh. is interesting. Okay. <clears throat> Let me get go. ready to Once tell you. Once upon a time. I was like totally doing drugs all the time. Sure. I had no idea it was a problem. Sure. I specifically needed to smoke weed every single day, all day long. Okay. But I didn't think about that. So I'm going on this cross crunchy, crush country. <laughs> crush country. I'm going to go on a cross country road trip. Yeah. LA to Vermont, Killington, wow. Vermont. Uh, and it was a spa trip. Huh. So L.A. to Vermont to stay at this hiking spa where you would get a massage, you know, every few days. But then we wow. would go hiking on in the Adirondacks wow. and Adirondacks. Say it for me. I don't know. Adirondacks. Sure. OK. And I promise I'm not drunk right now. I've been slurring everything. <laughs> so. And then from Killington, Vermont, I drove to West Virginia, mm. where there was a more rustic spa. Okay. Where I had like rode a horsey ah. and a couple times. And it was just more rustic and more whatever. How awesome. And then like it wasn't fancy, fancy. Okay. And then I drove from West Virginia to Tucson, where I stayed. And again, I realized this is the most white privilege deal ever. <laughs> Um, I stayed at a place called Canyon Ranch, okay, which is like being in the Truman Show. Like oh. it's so idyllic. It's so expensive. Like I realized what a thing it was when I got there, and of course the guy was like, "Well, how long will you be staying with us?" Yeah, and I go two weeks, and he like did a weird oh. double take, oh, like, no. "What the fuck? Really? Yeah." And it's a place you like book all your stuff. And I did all the I'm rolling in Steve Harvey money. That is, you know, burning a hole in your pocket, burning a hole in my life for the rest (laughs) of time because I used a lot of it on this trip. Yeah. Uh, So I stayed there and I mean, it was just idyllic. It was whatever. But. (laughs) 
and it was it focuses on health too. It's certainly not like anyway. It's like amazing. Yeah, amazing. Mm. But the thing that I remember most about this trip is. I was totally using, you know, drugs all the time, specifically weed constantly, constantly. And I go, well, I'm not going to be able to bring enough weed for the whole trip. And I'm not going to be able to get more. So I'm like, I'm not going to bring any. Oh, whoa. So so I was like, not thinking anything of it. Yeah. I got to Barstow, which is like two hours hours away from LA. LA. And I was like, Oh, I'm fucked. Oh, no. And so I stop and I buy a pack of cigarettes. And that's when I started smoking. No kidding. That's when I started smoking. Wow. And I was just like, wow. And then I, you know, had a had a nice drive. I love the drive. Yeah. Um, And I got to the you know, hiking spa in yeah, Vermont. And yeah. it was gorgeous and it was beautiful. And I'm smoking. Yeah. But not like on the hike or right, something. Right. Um look at these beautiful trees. I know. Flip <laughs> forest fire. Um so it was this very strange, like looking back, I couldn't make it two hours without something. Wow. And so I I did that and I, you know, drove in a kind of U-shape around the country. Mm. And I was just, I mean, I had some great experiences. There were some experiences where like, I'm alone. And, you know, but that was the first time and I didn't register it Mm. that I realized looking back, like, oh yeah, I had a fucking problem with needing smoke weed constantly, but still one of my best trips. Wow. Uh, The end. Wow. That's amazing. Right? Oh man, that's a that's a lot of shit happening to you. Um, all right, moving on. We got a, we're going way too far. Uh-oh. Uh, uh, number four for me is San Diego. Yeah. San Diego, and not just one trip. I'm talking about Comic Con. I'm talking about the yearly trip to San Diego for me. I must have gone easily tw- fifteen to twenty years straight to San Diego every single summer. Just to go to Comic-Con, see some cool panels, get some cool swag. It was always like a yearly weekend retreat for me of Mm. like nerdy goodness. Right. Uh, So, yeah, San Diego, my fourth. Okay, I will make this shorter. I will uh, meet your San Diego and raise you in New York. Oh, okay. When I went to New York for New York Comic-Con to do a panel with Danny, Josh, and Cal. Yeah. And that was really fun. And that had been a while since I'd really done anything, Mm. you know, Nickelodeon or celebritish. Yeah. And so being there and having all those like millions of, no, it wasn't millions, but (laughs) people seeing the crowds that were so excited to see us. And just feeling like, really cool like feeling really good about myself like you know what there is i do have following i do have people that love what i do and i can start to do it again yeah so and i saw a couple plays i think it was just super yummy that's awesome um okay my last choice is new zealand oh my god nothing specific in new zealand because my honeymoon with my wife we went and flew to the very tip top of no i'm sorry the very bottom of New Zealand very very bottom we rented a car and we drove for three and a half weeks up the entire country 
of New Zealand. And let me tell you, the entire country of New Zealand is just a dream. Yeah. Just amazing. It's gorgeous. It smells good. It looks good. <laughs> what it's does it smell just, like? It just smells like New Zealand. It's ah. hard to describe. It's just like nature and sheep. Lots of sheep. Nice. So, yeah. New well, Zealand. compared to here yeah, in LA, exactly. anything smells, smells good. Better. Yeah, exactly. Except New York. <laughs> okay, yeah. And and all of the, like, pictures and, oh. and, like, reports from Clark and Karen during their honeymoon, they were always doing something, like, amazing slash death-defying. Yeah. They did all kinds of shit. We went on an iceberg. It was great. Excellent. So, my five. Yes. Which is our ten. Yes. Is Philadelphia. Oh, Philly. I went to Philadelphia for probably three days to do a um, a charity event mm. for, I wish I could remember, I think it's Stonewall Sports. Okay. And it is like the biggest LGBTQIA sports league and they did softball and they did kickball mm. and all like all kinds of fun stuff. Mm. And I was invited to be kind of the MC of their closing event, which nice. they called the prom. Oh, nice. So, you know, I was flown out there. I got to have, um, you know, a hotel room yeah. again. I'm really lucky that I've had, you know, a couple of these have been things I've done myself. Yeah, but absolutely. Cause I've been, um, cause I'm so famous and important. <laughs> I've gotten flown some places. So I, as I said about Mount Rushmore, yeah. like I love American history. Yeah, yeah. This started on a trip to Washington, which could have made this list, mm. but it didn't. We've talked about it before. That's when Summer Sanders and I got soaked in the rain just before we had to do our appearance. Yes. Um, but I, I mean, Philadelphia is rich oh, yeah. with American history. Absolutely. So I, you know, was supposed to work, say like Saturday night. I got there on a Thursday, mm. Friday and all day Saturday. I was on the double decker bus. Wow. On and off at every single thing. Huh. So into it. That's awesome. And because I talked to everybody, I might've even brought this up on the show before because I talked to everybody. There's a shuttle that picks you up at your hotel. Okay. And when the shuttle picked me up to go to where the bus starts, um, there was this other woman in there. And so I started talking to her, whatever. And then I'm like, Oh, I want to do this and this. And she goes, do you mind if I come with you? Oh, so we get on. I'm like, no, we sure. get on the bus. It worked out perfect. She was a retired teacher okay. or a retired librarian. It must have been a teacher. I would have been like, I played the librarian. Yeah. Too. And so she was like, so great because she wanted to stop and read all the plaques, like all the stuff that I love huh. doing that people are like, can we go? Yeah. Um, and so I just went. I got on and off at everything. I was so into it. Huh. And then the second day I got right back on it and I did it until I needed to get off and get ready to go to the charity right, event that right. I was there for. Wow. So if you look at my Facebook, it's me and these pictures of me and this woman. Why am I not remembering her name? <laughs> uh, all of, you know, ever, we're at the Liberty Bell. Wow. We're at the US Mint. And you literally never met her before you walked to get on the shuttle uh, no, to go I'd to never, the bus stop? I'd never met her before. That's and it's hilarious. funny because of the way I am. A friend of a friend asked I have a really good friend named Mary Rachel and one of our mutual friends, but more Rachel's friend goes, does LB know that woman? Yeah. And Rachel goes, I guarantee you she does not. <laughs> so, exactly. I mean, it was so awesome. I was so into it. Oh, so Plus cool. I have this weird story yeah. about me and this chicky who we had the best time. Just so weird. That's awesome. And so awesome. That's very cool. 
Okay. All right. Well, that's our top 10. What is our last half, LB? The half is fucking Mexico. <laughs> Because only half of us have been to Mexico. Now that I think about it, I have been to like Tijuana and to uh, Juarez. No, probably not Juarez. Whatever's like Tijuana. right by El Paso. Tijuana's not really Mexico. Yeah, I've been to two like little day trips, yeah. but only half of us have been oh, to Mexico. So hopefully I will have more fun to report later. Bad Advice stars Lori Beth Denberg and Clark Crozier. The show is produced by me, Jeremy Balin, and part of the Seltzer Kings Network. Our theme song is written and performed by Natty Ward. If you or someone you love is in need of some bad advice, you can submit your own question on our socials, all of which are Ask Lori Beth, or on our website at AskLoriBeth.com, or for a nostalgic twist, you can call 1-855-DENBERG. That's right, 1-855-336-2374, and leave your question in there. Thanks for listening. Seltzer Kings Podcasts.